0: Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to Anti-Bullying 101. This podcast is designed to create awareness about the bullying epidemic and provide teachers, administrators, parents, and even students information about the dangers of bullying and why we have to take a comprehensive approach when dealing with the problem. My name is Jim Burns. I'm your host. I'm a retired high school administrator with over 40 years of experience in education. Currently, I'm a college instructor and I've designed the Bullyproof Classroom, a graduate course that provides my students with permanent help, not temporary relief, as they battle the bullying epidemic. Enjoyed the podcast, everybody. Well, hi again, everybody, and welcome back to Anti-Bullying One Hundred and One. You know, we have another episode in front of us, and I really want to uh, cover Part Three of "It's Better to Build a Boy Than to Mend a Man," and stop. Let's stop mending and start building. And you know, my name is Jim Burns, and. We're here to discuss a variety of topics. Bullying's the big one, but right now many people are experiencing a host of other problems. And, you know, I, you don't have to go far to see what's going on. And once again, I'm not going to get caught in a political discussion. But the bottom line is the economy's tanking. Uh, it has a lot to do with the Ukraine uh War that's going on there, Russia's invasion of that. Um, people still are unemployed. People are still looking for money. People are having all kinds of problems. And what happens is, people get angry. And once they get angry, they stop. And they're, they're angry at the wrong thing, the wrong person. They're angry because they don't have money. They're angry because they don't have comfort. They're angry because, you know, maybe their family's on them to try and make more money or to do something about the problems that are occurring in the home. You know, and we have domestic violence, workplace bullying, cyber bullying, community bullying, family bullying. And I have found that there is so there are so many people who are just angry and they displaced us all over, and they they really have lost their what I'll call a family filter, meaning they say things to their family that they would never think of saying to someone outside the home because they believe that they can either bully their family or they can say what they want and get away with it. They don't realize that they're hurting someone's feelings. They don't realize that they're that they're being abusive, but they're doing it. They're doing it. And when I speak with people, I discover that they seem to be having trouble with the people that are closest to them, like their parents or their siblings. People become angry and bitter And they don't realize that there's a choice. And it can be just as easy to develop love, joy, peace, and patience as it is to be angry, bitter, and vengeful. Now this podcast is designed for anyone who wants to have a fuller, more vibrant life and to offer some ideas on how to balance the physical, the mental, the emotional, and the spiritual areas of their life. But we are Anti-Bullying 101 so it's truly my hope that we can help everyone live a life without the fear of harassment, intimidation, and bullying. Now, I had covered, and we've had a few delays in between these podcasts, but I've covered uh, how we can build a boy rather than men demand, man, and I covered two things, and these the first two things are in um, the the real three R's respect responsibility and resilience and resilience is there We covered respect and responsibility and if you haven't caught up to it get to the get to those two podcasts to get caught up but the bottom line is, Resiliency is important. This is a four part series. Resiliency is very important to help kids bounce back. See, we're having trouble right now because people aren't resilient. They're having difficulty bouncing back because they're so exhausted from the anger that they can't. So, resiliency is going to be part four but how do you build a boy and how do you prevent the mending of a man how do you help a, a let's not boy because i know i'm going to get somebody aggravated you know but it's not boy it's build a child strengthen a child so that they can be strong adults adults of character you know, adults of character have those first two things. They're respectful and they're responsible. There's one other one that I covered uh, in the new three R's, which was written, seems like, forever ago, probably somewhere around 12 or 13 years ago, and, and that was compliance. Compliance. Kids today don't seem to live in fear of anything. They don't want to listen to parents. They want to do what they want to do. They they want to say what they want to say. And they you know what? In reality, they can do all of this. But the bottom line is there is going to be a consequence at some point there will be a consequence. And, you know, we have placed ourselves in a position... You know, baby boomers, which I am, I was raised in an environment where, you know what? You come home from school, get your homework done. You um, you, you want to play, go out and play. And I think sometimes... The parents of today get so caught up in, you know, having to spend all this time with their kids. Kids don't know how to play on their own. Kids almost become the peer of the parent. And they don't realize that there is a, there is some form of pecking order between the parents and the children, and, ki- and kids today are not um, in, a, in a place where they feel as if someone's in charge. Mom and dad are there to direct children, to guide children, but they're not there to be, and, you know, and I think as kids grow older, you want to develop what I'll call a lifelong friendship with your son and daughter when they get into their 20s and 30s, because you want to be sure that they, they look to you for advice and for help and for, and for direction and how to, uh on how to handle money, how to raise their own children. I think that's important. But when kids are younger, they need leadership and they need to be told what to do. They don't need to be asked what to do. And I have shared this before. I've seen parents in malls with kids running in front of them and the parent chasing them down. And the kid, the mother says, or the father says, get over here. And the kid keeps right on going. And then the next comment is, well, what do you want to do? Well, does it matter what he wants to do? He's three years old or four years old. It doesn't matter. That child has got to comply with the wishes of an adult. And that adult could be mom, dad. It could be a teacher. It could be anyone that's in charge. Many years ago, I attended a church. And the pastor's wife was getting upset with the out-of-control behavior that was occurring in the church uh, amongst the children and she told the congregation while you're here and you're an adult everyone's in charge so don't be surprised if someone doesn't tell your son or daughter to stop running stop talking be seated because they're in charge adults are supposed to be the ones that are running the show now what happens is if you have a, an adult who was raised in an environment where they never grew up, they were never given responsibility, they were never taught respect, well then what you're going to have is you're going to have a parent that is acting as if they're a child themselves and they're not going to have the uh, wherewithal to tell children what to do. They're all, they, and they walk around and they're almost afraid of their own kids or afraid of a child. So we have to teach compliance in order to build. Building strong adults comes with compliance. That has got to be part of the mix. So you're going to have respect, responsibility, and you're going to have compliance. Those are the three. And the fourth one is going to be resilience, which we're going to cover in our next podcast. Now, how do you do this? How do you teach compliance? It's a very simple process. And I've shared this a hundred times before with people, and they look at me like, what, is it that easy? Yeah, it is. You're teaching compliance. Here's how it works. You have, first of all, you have to have clear expectations in terms of what you want. You can't be wishy-washy. You can't, uh, say to a kid, you know, it's okay not to make your bed today not to, or not to pick up today. You could have the day off. You have to be consistent in what your expectations are, and you can't keep flop, flip-flopping back and forth between what you want, and, and then when you don't get it, you don't discipline, and then one day you're in a bad mood, and you don't get what the child doesn't do what uh, you're asking them to do, and you flip. That's not good. So you have to give instruction. And the instructions have to be clear and they may have to be detailed. And I've shared this story many times where my uh, oldest daughter um, and her and I, when she was younger, we had a dog and we used to walk the dog together. And she got to a point where she said, hey, Dad, can I walk the dog on my own? And I said, yeah, sure, go ahead. And and she would take the dog out and walk the dog. And she comes back, and she was so pleased that she was able to do it by herself. She said, I did it, Dad, you know, great. I gave her a big hug and everything else, great job. Well, the dog was sitting on the floor staring at me, and I, in retrospect, I know what the dog was thinking. I don't know what you're saying. Great job. She didn't do too good. She left out one important step, and I'm going to let you know about it in about five minutes. And the dog went to the bathroom on the floor. And I screamed for Sarah to come down. Look what happened. You walked the door Well, she didn't know. She didn't know that the purpose for walking a dog even though she saw me walk the dog a million times with her not a million but a lot with her she didn't know that the purpose was for the dog to relieve itself so she walked the dog up the block walked the dog back and the dog came into the house and basically crapped on the floor But she didn't understand all the steps that were involved with walking a dog. The steps involved with cleaning your room. The steps involved with doing the dishes. The steps involved with making sure that you're on time, ready to go. What does it mean to be on time? Punctuality. What does that mean? Punctuality means you're at the place appointed when you're supposed to be. And these are all things that get taught, and we have to teach them, okay, so that kids know exactly what it looks what it looks like. Then let's just say once you give them instruction, you go over it with them, you share it with them. And they don't do what you're asking them to do. Now, most parents would begin to believe that the child was being willfully disobedient. But you're not sure of that yet because maybe the instructions weren't clear initially in terms of what you wanted. So what do you have to do? You give a warning. Hey, maybe you didn't quite understand what I was asking you to do. But here's what I really need you to do. And if you don't do it this time, you explain to them what the consequence will be. This is the way you check to see if a child didn't understand what you said or for willful disobedience. Now, if it's willfully, if the child is being willfully disobedient, guess what? He's not going to do it anyway. Then there has to be a consequence And consequences have to be reliable. They have to be enforced okay, consistently. And they have to be something that is meaningful. It has to be meaningful. It doesn't do you any good to uh, impose a consequence that means nothing to a kid. That's why in schools where we have cookie cutter discipline. Where you're either... Uh, detentions, in school suspensions, suspensions. Well, what about things like holding back on, on, on. Uh, the prom or holding back on a uh, playing for a team or holding back on an event that a kid really wants to participate in people will say oh no he has to do he doesn't have to do if he really wants to do it he has to understand what the consequences are if in fact he doesn't follow through on what you tell him to do these are the things that build strong children so, we don't have to mend adults and put them back together because it is much more difficult to um, try and teach an older kid something as opposed to teaching it to a kid when they're three, four, five, six years old. It has to be done when they're young. That's the building process. And if we do it when they're young, if we build when they're young, when they get older, they're not going to depart from the instruction that you gave them. That's the key. Compliance is the key. Doing what you're told, when you're told to do it, with a good attitude. That's what children need to be able to do. And if we can do that, we'll have respect, we'll have responsibility, we'll have compliance, and next time we're gonna talk about resiliency. My name is Jim Burns, you're listening to Anti-Bullying 101. I have a few things I wanted to share with you. Uh, Number one, There's going to be a new podcast that I'm going to be uh, doing and it's going to involve a company that I've been working for for a long time. It's called the Regional Training Center. And the Regional Training Center is a... um, It is a uh, company that provides graduate coursework teachers that are in the field and it's either face to face on uh, online or it's done virtually and i think that um this podcast is going to highlight what the regional training center really does i've been working for them for 22 years and i can tell you that they offer the greatest courses i teach the Bullyproof Classroom, along with many other courses for the Regional Training Center. It has a wonderful owner who really treats the instructors well, her treats her students well. We're associated with two colleges, the College of New Jersey and LaSalle University in Pennsylvania. We award credit through those colleges. You can get a master's degree There are concentrations that you can take and there are it is practical hands on instruction that teachers need and, and in reality they don't get it during the first four years of college when they're going for their bachelor's degree. So, if I'm going to leave the link in this episode description. So, get ready. It's coming. I'm going to be uh, speaking with um, the owner of the company and my good friend, Mike Cozala, who you guys have heard in an interview that I've done on Anti-Bullying 101. We're going to be doing a... um, I'm going to be interviewing both of them. We're going to be covering... uh, Every course that's taught, we're going to be providing you a um, snapshot of what each course does. And um, we're going to let you know how flexible they are, how wonderful they are. And I think it'd be just an absolute great podcast. And we're going to be covering a bunch of stuff. To make sure that you guys are aware, as my listening audience, what you can actually do if when you begin to take courses with the regional training center. So be aware. I'm going to make sure that everyone's aware of this. Um, and in the link in this episode description, please click on the link. You'll be taken right to their website. So that's important. That's very important. Now we've covered three things. Respect, responsibility, compliance. Next time we're together, we're going to cover resilience. Today is Wednesday, May 11th. I hope that you're all having a wonderful day. I hope things are going well for you wherever you are. I have some of my listeners who are in Australia. I hope things are going well for you. I look forward to to the next podcast I look forward to the new podcast that will be coming out with the regional training center the other piece oh I almost forgot the other big piece that I think you guys will be interested in if you are a school district and you would like to have a podcast designed just for your school system give me a call or drop me an email because or check out my website because I think that you will discover that I can provide your school district with a podcast designed specifically just for you for your school district if you're an administrator or superintendent for the students they can come on be interviewed for the teachers they can come on and be interviewed for the parents i would provide professional development right through the podcast for you so your teachers could actually take a professional development course on the way to work just by listening to a podcast because i would provide the um The PowerPoint and I would provide the lecture notes for the teacher that they can go and and they can get caught up on that and they can listen to the entire lecture on the way to work. Heck of a way to get some professional development hours. I think this is something that we have to really begin to take a look at because we are in a pretty fast society right now and we want things done quickly. And that'll do it. So... New podcast, regional training center, new stuff we're trying to do. And I think we're going to do it. We're going to be providing podcasts for school districts. So be aware of that. Okay, it's that's important. Once again, my name is Jim Burns. You're listening to Anti-Bullying 101. Today's May 11th. It's kind of cloudy where I am right now. But, you know, it's the middle of May. Before you know it, it'll be summer. We'll be complaining that it's too warm. Uh, I hope you all have a wonderful day. I enjoyed speaking with you today. I hope you all take care of yourself. Be well. and. <sighs> Let's just treat each other with kindness and respect. Once again, thanks for listening to Anti-Bullying 101.